Oh, wow. Ha! Oh, God. Let's get some fighting robots to emasculate us. All right, it's it's time for the Super Bowl. Last year we had uh we had because we had the Bengals in there. We had Schechter and Bill Corbett on to talk Super Bowl. This year, because with our brand new Vikings correspondent, Michael Broadcorb, we've invited him back to give us some thoughts on the big game between the Eagles and Kansas City coming up here on Sunday. Hey Michael. How are you? It's great to be on. It's great to have you on, my friend. Uh, of course, Michael Broadcorp, you can follow him. He has, he's got his own little podcast. He also has uh, a lot of great information. You can find him at michaelbroadcorp.com. That's michaelbroadcorp.com. Uh, in, you know, lots of great stuff in here. If you're not following him on Twitter, uh, mbroadcorp on Twitter, it's, it's, it's great insight into Republican politics. And I might ask you a question or two about that in a little bit. But, right ahead. Uh, well, but I'll, I'll, we'll, we'll start with the game. Um how are, are you excited? Are, do you have any personal connection to either Kansas City or Philadelphia? I have no personal connection to Kansas City or Philadelphia. I will tell you in the interest of disclosure, I am wearing a Vikings uh, winter cap right now as I'm conducting this interview. Uh, <laughs> okay. But I do not have any I do not have any any personal connection to either Kansas City or Philadelphia. So that will not uh, any personal connections will not taint uh, my analysis that I'm about to provide. When you watch the game, are you are you know sometimes the game is very interesting and stuff. But are you are you passive fan or are you very intense on watching the game itself? I will be. I will watch the Super Bowl. Love watching the Super Bowl. Of course, there'll be a little bit of mixed emotions that day that the Vikings are not in it, yes. uh, which I'm very used to. So I'll go through a little bit of a grieving process, a little bit of a frustration process, and then I'll settle in and I'll watch the game because. Is without a doubt one of the best nights of sports uh, in the country in America every year. Well, it, it's entertainment. I mean, the commercials alone are oh. phenomenal. I mean, they really are. They really are brilliant. And you know, not only that, but I mean, they do have a lot of great music. Rihanna's the halftime act. How can you? You know, my goodness, you've got a lot that you're going to absorb here. It, you know, it, it it is it is it's spectacle. It's pure spectacle, and there happens to be a game that is involved in it. Yes, it's the closest thing to a guy. I'm going to be turning 50 this year. I can't. I don't. I don't. You know, I don't watch the Grammy Awards. I don't watch MTV. So it's the kind of the, the it's kind of the, one of the best opportunities I have to kind of be young and hip still by <laughs> watching the the Super Bowl, the halftime show, watching with the family, watching some Super Bowl ads, uh, and still feel a little bit of my youth. Well, and it is. You're exactly right. It's ten year olds and grandma. They're all in there watching it and watch it under uh, you know, certain things. Although with my girls, because I my my son's my oldest kid, my two girls, I did notice that I watch more of the Puppy Bowl because there's that's how crazy the Super Bowl is. All these these auxiliary channels around it create programming to to go along with it that has nothing to do with the Super Bowl. And Animal Planet does, of course, they're a Puppy Bowl every year. And I've I've ended up watching more of that than I, I care to admit. <laughs> I mean, what a country! I mean that we've got this set up. I mean, this is just just fantastic. It's just going to be a great day, and it's also a good day of food. It's one of yeah. the best days of food aside from Thanksgiving. I mean, I mean it has it has all of the all of the elements of Thanksgiving without you know having to force families to get together and talk about other awkward conversations. This is all po- This is all sports and great food. It's perfect. What now? Are you hosting? Or are you going to someone else's house for the game? I'll be home for the, I'll be home with my family watching the game, uh, and I'll make I'll make it a whole day affair. 
Uh, we'll have some good food. We'll have festivities. We'll watch the game. But I want to be in front of my TV set watching the game. The What are you planning on? What is the menu for the Broadcorp family? Well, I'm going to probably, I mean, I'll have some chicken wings probably. I'll have, some, I'll have my, my standard fare, uh, Little Smokies, which is yeah. kind of universal. And then I'll have chips, dips, sodas, nothing fancy, nothing, mm. nothing, nothing too upper crust, but just some good old American football watching food, probably some nachos. Just some fun stuff, and I just have a fun day of watching football, watching commercials. It's just a great, it's just a great day just to be around the house watching TV. Justin Jefferson, AP uh, Offensive Player of the Year. Uh, I, I can't disagree with that. I think he should have been the MVP. Your thoughts on uh, our own wide receiver uh, getting, getting some nice uh, accolades? I agree, with you. I agree with your lead. Fantastic Offensive Player of the Year. Should have been MVP. I think he is going to be someone who can get into that mold. I don't think we've had a pure. I don't think we've had a wide receiver that's been the MVP in in the traditional sense. No, I it's not. I, I no. got to check my check my stats on that. But if anyone could do that, it's going to be Jefferson. I'm glad he's here. It's good to see you know cousins retweeting it and talking about the bright future together. So I think it's a good dynamic, and I, it's good to see uh, that was a great pick by the Vikings uh, to get him. And I'm glad they did, and I hope he's I hope he's a part of the Minnesota Vikings franchise for a very very long time. I was going to just ask that next question. There's no way on the planet they let him get away. They're going to offer him the max, right? They're going to give him. They're going to well, keep him in the fold as long as they can, right? It is Minnesota, Matt. It yes. is Minnesota. So so stranger things, <laughs> uh, stranger things have happened. Uh, but you know, it is Minnesota. My hope is that they don't do that. I don't know if they can keep everyone that's currently there around. Um, I think they're going to have to make some decisions. There's some talk of, I know there's been some social media posts and some things related to Adam Thielen. His wife has posted some things, kind of giving the impression that they may be done here in Minnesota. I don't know. Uh, we have a great team, um, you know, that's got tremendous potential. I'm happy with the, the, the decision. Uh, Flores, as the new defensive coordinator, I think is great. Uh, I think that's going to be a good decision. I'm glad the Vikings were able to get him, to get him in here. And I feel very excited about the offseason. Hmm. I, there are some people that have suggested Dalvin Cook should be let go, and and I disagree with that. I mean, it, it's uh, they're they're saying if you're going to be big, big bold, he's getting to that point where for running backs, you know, late twenties, thirties, that's when the injuries oh. start coming in. I I disagree. I disagree. I think you keep him in the I house. I disagree because, too. Yeah, because he still is. I watched a lot of his runs. He is dynamic. When he gets loose, he's gone. Oh, he is. He, I, I just that would be that sounds like getting rid of Dalvin Cook seems like a kind of the classic kind of Minnesota kind of analysis. Whoever is coming up with that idea, <laughs> that's a terrible idea. Don't do it. I mean, you watch the games. I've watched the games. He is he is an explosive player. Uh, there is a lot left in that guy. And, and and for anyone to think that he's he's past his peak or near, I, I think he's got a lot of years left. And let's have him. Inside U.S. Bank, let's have him wearing purple uh, when he when he continues to to produce like he does. So um, we look at this game. Uh, you're looking at uh, Mahomes, the quarterback for Kansas City, hurts the quarterback for Philadelphia. Generally, when you look at things uh, like this, that that's the people say, oh, it's going to be a great quarterback matchup. The reality is, is the real question is going to be the defense. Which defense yes. does better? Will Kansas City or Philadelphia? 
your thoughts on that? Because once again, we always got the buildup of this grand matchup, but the reality, it's always something. Special teams or the, the one defensive line, that's where the, the, the game is decided. Again, my analysis will be fair. If you're, let, me, let me say who I'm rooting for in the interest of transparency. I'd like okay. to see the Chiefs win. I'm okay. going to be rooting for Kansas City. That being said, I think every aspect of the Eagles team right now is just powerful and dominating. And I think that they're going to be, a, on defense and on offense, they're a very, very strong team. And it just happens to see what will happen on game day. Uh, but I think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Um, uh, you know, the odds are tight right now. It's, it's, it's you know, between I – mean, I, think, I think Philadelphia, as I just checked them right before this interview, I think they're slightly favored uh, to, to win the game. Um, but I think it's going to be a very – it's going to be a physical game. I think it's going to be – with, with those two quarterbacks, it's going to be – I think it's going to be a highly uh, high-scoring game. And But look to the defense. I ultimately think, as you laid out in the question, I think it's going to come – this is going to come down to defense, special teams. Uh, who, who's going to make the least amount of mistakes and capitalize on the, the potential mistakes that are made? I think this is going to be a very physical, exciting Super Bowl. I, I think as much as the Vikings, I'd love to see them in them, uh, in the Super Bowl, uh, these two teams, I think, are primed and ready to fight on Sunday, and it's going to be a great game to watch. But I'm hoping I want the Chiefs to win because I think the Eagles, I think the Eagles and their fans and their entire organization, they're certainly not going to, they're, they're certainly not annoying me and frustrating me as the Green Bay Packers do. Ah. Uh, but the Eagles and their organization are getting pretty, pretty close. A lot of ugliness from Philly teams. Well, and, it's and I Philly. Think, uh, yeah, it's Philly. I mean, they, Philly have a jail. Is, yeah. I, they have a jail inside their prison, inside the, the stadium. Yes. That stadium is well. I mean, they're hooligans. They throw batteries at people. At Santa. I mean, I, at I just, Santa. <laughs> yes, at, yes, at Santa Claus of all people to throw batteries at. Now, so uh. I just think it's going to be. I think we're we're really. I mean, as much as just if you're a football fan watching, this is giving me an action packed game. I mean, this is really going to be an action-packed game. And I'm looking, really looking forward to the game. I will say this. I'm not supposed to have sports takes that are actually this deep, but I'm going to make a very obvious point. Jalen Hurts is already starting to get hurt. We saw what happened with the Green Bay Packers when Rodgers started to get hurt. Quarterbacks that get hurt have a tendency of not returning to their prime levels. Jalen Hurts, is it's a long season. If you're going to start expecting him, a guy that's already been injured, to be able to go through it without injuries, that's just wrong. I think this is their one year to do it, knowing that they've got Hurts kind of close to, to as best as he's going to get. I, I kind of agree with you. I'd like to see Kansas City win, but the reality is is I don't know how in the world the, 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 the Philadelphia just looks much stronger top to bottom. Kansas City. Yeah, you would agree. I mean, both on offense and defense. I mean, they're just an explosive. They're just an aggressive team, and and they 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 really have shown a lot of depth and strength. Even when Hertz was down for part, I mean, just a lot of. And I think that they're going to come in, um, and and I think it's going to be a real slugfest between these two teams. And I think it's going to be high scoring. I think there's going to be uh, a lot of intensity, as there should be. It's a, it's the Super Bowl. It's the pinnacle of sports. But I think this is ultimately going to come down to which team makes the fewest mistakes. And if mistakes are made, who can capitalize on them? On them? Because that's where, when you have two powerhouse offenses, you got to look to the defense and special teams to potentially do some things. 
Patrick, what's your thoughts? I was going to say Kansas City does not run the ball all that well, so it's going to be tough for them to keep that Eagles offense off the field, in my yeah. opinion. Yep, I, I agree. Great so let's, uh, let's uh, Michael, uh, let's get your take. What do you think is going to be the final? Who's going to win the Super Bowl? I'm going with – I got to go with who I want to win just to be – I'm going to go Chiefs. Okay, what's your score? Uh, it's it's gonna be high scoring. Uh, oh yeah. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go twenty twenty four uh, twenty seven. Oh, I want to see the. I want to see Kansas City win, but I will say this: I think it's going to be thirty to seventeen, Philly. I think they're going to win it, and they'll win it somewhat handily. Patrick, once again, what was yours? I've got Philly thirty four twenty four. All right. So there we go. All relatively in the same range on offense. Just, yeah. just for you know, but we're we're in the same range, relative range on offense. We think it's all going to be a high, highly, uh, a good offensive game. But you know, yeah, I mean, agreeing with my analysis. Yeah, it, it I think seems, the Philadelphia, you know, the the Philadelphia Eagles are going to target you know Mahomes' legs. They're going to go after him, and you know, yeah. trust me, they're they're going to try to take because if he's out of that game, that game's over. And so that's that's one way to look at it. Remember what the Eagles did to Millie? Remember when we had Millie who was cheering for us and the Eagles fans were just nasty to Millie? I mean, that's, that's what I keep thinking. I keep thinking about Millie. Yeah, you know? I do too. We just can't let – you know, I'm not going to root for someone who is, who is beating up on Millie. Well, they were, they're just – they're Philly fan. They'll take Millie to yes. the pier and chuck her into the ocean because that's what that's they are. Right, exactly. They're, they're Philly fans. So, all no, right. I guarantee you, I, 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 I'm saying that from the safety of Minnesota – I guarantee you, I would if the, you know I would if I went to Philadelphia to watch a Vikings game. If I went to any NFL city to watch a Vikings game, I would probably end up in jail. That's why I don't do it. <laughs> but Philadelphia, I guarantee you, I would you know I'd be get, I'd be talking to a lawyer in advance. I'd make sure I had bail money and all that stuff figured out because it just would happen. But we'll see. You're, you got to stay in the car outside of the stadium because when I eventually right, get exactly. you in jail, I need you to come bail me out. Uh, all right. Well, I'll tell you what. I'll see if you're available on Monday. We'll come back. We'll we'll, we'll see if any of us were right for a few minutes at least. Uh, that would brief, be great. Briefly here, your thoughts on what happened with the State of the Union address, if you don't mind me asking. No, I don't. Uh, uh, let me just say this to you. I think Biden, I mean, um, you know, I think it was the official kickoff of the, of, of the, I mean, it was a de facto campaign event because it had to be. Uh, he, you know, it's just, we're in the midst of the presidential race. Um, you know, he, I, so I think people were focused on what Biden would say and how he would say it and whether he would have uh, the kind of the, 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 the fortitude and strength and, and swagger to come in and go toe-to-toe with his, his the Republicans. I think box checked for Biden. He was able to do that. I think some of the behavior of the Republicans was sophomoric. I understand that it's happened before. I understand that this isn't the first time it's happened. But it was just sophomoric. And I think what Biden is benefiting from right now is the activity and the behavior of his Republican opponents. And I wish they could have, some of these Republicans that, that heckled and yelled during the event, I wish that they just didn't do that. I, I, there's, there's a time and a place for the, you to have disagreements with the president. Um, but heckling him during his speech, um, you know, there, there's, there's pomp and circumstance related to these. Don't stand. 
Um, you know, you don't have to do that. You want to jeer a little bit from your seat, but to yell out liar, to, to just engage in that type of stuff, I think is just, I think Biden showed, if I was the Biden team, and if the objective was to poke Republicans, to have them look foolish, that was a win, too. Because, again, Biden's not campaigning in a vacuum. He's gonna ha- he will be on stage with, a re- with someone representing the party. And who the party is having out there leading the charge and being the main messenger against Biden, they have to put some thought into that. When you have Marjorie Taylor Greene looking like she's dressed out of the Hunger Games, standing on the House, uh, standing on the house floor, and, and barking and yelling and just, it's not appropriate. It wasn't, a, it wasn't appropriate when, when, when Republican, you know, when Joe Wilson, I think it was Joe Wilson did it, the Republican uh, uh, congressman did it to, Obide, to Obama. I just don't think that that type of sophomore behavior, man, woman, Republican, Democrat, I just don't think it's a good look. And, and, well, and I think yeah. that we, I think the Republicans need to think about their optics of having you know, people go on the House floor, members of Congress from all backgrounds engaging in that type of stuff. I just don't think it's a good look. Uh, I agree with you uh, wholeheartedly. Unfortunately, I don't know how the Republicans, the, on one side, it, it makes them look bad, but the, the base of the Republican Party, that far-right pro-Trump base, base, loves that stuff. And so it's it's going to be hard to kind of break of that. I'll tell you what, what I want people to go do is go to Michael Broadcorb's website, go listen to his podcast, Go get great insight. You want to understand things from more of the Republican point of view. Michael Broadcorp is your guy. He's got some great takes, and his his takes are always based in reality, which are always really nice. I enjoy that quite a bit. Uh, so michaelbroadcorp.com, we'll get the links out to everything later. I will chat with you this weekend. We'll see if uh, you're available on Monday to come back and talk to the post-game, if we were, any of us were even close to being right on that, okay? I will, sir. Thank you so much to you and your family. Have a great Super Bowl week, and everyone be safe. Thank you very much, Michael Broadcorp, kind enough to join us. We'll take a break. Come on back. We'll get some music here before too much longer. It is the Matt McNeil Show right here on AM 950.